Hey friends, it's Victoria. Thanks for tuning in to the Branding Business School podcast. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet, um, but it's a topic that a lot of you are probably going to want to learn a little bit more about. So if you can't remember the last time that you got a lead through your website or the last time that people were buying from your shop without you having to send them the link directly, then this episode is going to cover the three most common reasons why your website is not performing. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is the Branding Business School podcast, the go-to business and marketing podcast for ambitious women looking to start and scale profitable businesses. Learn from your host, Victoria Marcoulier, how to build a powerhouse brand in this online era without sacrificing your sanity or misplacing your priorities. We support the dreamers and the disruptors and are showing up weekly to teach you practical advice on what it takes to become the go-to in your industry. Operating an online business as a female entrepreneur looks different these days. And thanks to us, so does business school. Welcome to the Branding Business School podcast. One of the most common reasons for a website not to perform is that you're not being clear in what it is that you offer. I think we've all landed on those sites where we're left a little bit confused as to what the person does or how they can help us. Um, And that is what we're trying to avoid with our website. So you want to make sure right when somebody lands on your homepage, don't make them go to your about page or go to your offers page or your services page. Make sure they know right on your homepage what you're all about, who you serve, how you help people, how you're solving a problem. That is going going to boost your conversion rate instantly. Okay, so don't make people dig. Don't make them read paragraphs worth of copy to find out what you do and how you can help them. Have a great headline right there when they land on the site and a clear call to action showing people what they do. The second part of this first reason of why a web site might not perform is instead of not being clear in your offer, you might be offering too many things. So this is something that we have to help our clients with a lot over at Brandwell when they come to us and they have workshops and retreats and a podcast and a book and they're um, you know, doing speaking engagements and then they have one-on-one coaching. That can get really, really overwhelming. So you want to make sure that if you do have multiple offers, they're presented in a way where it's not overwhelming um, and it's a very curated user experience that people know exactly what is the right offer for them. Uh, You might need to enlist the help of a designer who understands strategic web design and website flow and layout and user experience in order to get there. But just make sure you're not overwhelming your website visitors with too many options. The second reason why your website might not be performing is you're not showing up in searches. And there are several ways to go about doing this. Uh, I have actually learned a lot more about showing up in organic searches. Um, We actually get half of all of our leads just through organic searches on Google. This is incredible, you guys. This has taken time and it's not an overnight instant fix that you can do for your business. But if you start working on your SEO now, I promise it will pay off so much in the long run. Think of all of the money we actually pulled all of our Google and social media ads for the last year because of the increase of leads we were getting organically through Google because of our SEO. So SEO is incredibly important. Don't undervalue it. Um, some of the things immediately that you can look at to up your website's performance is make sure that you have a pr- an appropriate site title written on your website. So Google site title for a website, if you don't know what this is, and I'm mainly going to be referencing Squarespace right now because that is the platform that we build on at Brandwell. But if you have a 
site title written with the appropriate keywords for your brand and your offer and your location if you're a location-based business, that is going to instantly change whether or not you're gonna show up in relevant searches. So make sure you have your site title written. You also wanna look at your page titles. Your page titles should be written for every single page. I can't tell you how many websites I land on where uh, up at the top in your browser tab it says like about copy or um, home to or general. Like those are because people duplicated a page in their website or they went with the templates page title and they didn't update it. Guys, this looks so tacky. If you are trying to run a professional online business, make sure that you have professionally written page titles and meta descriptions, which are going to help you show up in more online searches. Another thing that you can do is make sure that your headlines are written with SEO in mind. So we've got a few episodes in the Brandwell Podcast Library about SEO and how you can optimize your site um, on your own without hiring a designer to do so. Um, however, SEO is definitely one of those things where if you pay somebody that knows what they're doing, you're going to get results a lot faster um, and you're not going to have so much trial and error where you're just banging your head because you don't really know what you're doing. So making sure that you have um, SEO rich headlines, that is going to be incredibly important in showing up in searches. Um, another thing, you know, creating search driven content. So this podcast is probably the best example I can give you guys on creating search driven content, but we take every single podcast and we turn it into a blog post and we put it on our website. Uh, do I think that a lot of you guys go and read the show notes? Probably not. I very rarely read show notes unless I'm trying to get a discount code or something that was mentioned in the show notes. Um, but there's a purpose for it. We're doing it because of the SEO value that it adds to our site and it helps when people are trying to show up um, or it helps when we are trying to show up in those relevant searches. So for instance, if somebody goes to Google and they type in, uh, why is my website not performing? Our blog post on three reasons why your website's not performing is very likely to show up because of it is searchable and search driven content. Before I get into the third and final reason why your website might not be performing, I want to take a second to stop and talk about today's sponsor, which is the Branding Business School. The Branding Business School is an online classroom designed specifically for women where they can learn from other women how to build powerhouse brands. So consider this a feminine approach to business school with an emphasis on branding taught by entrepreneurs, not professors. Traditional business school is a luxury that most women cannot afford. We've got families, we've got homes, we've got businesses to tend to, but more importantly, traditional business school fails to teach some of the most critical principles of brand building. And that is why I have invited a handful of my close friends and exceptional female founders to help me teach you the art of building, scaling, and protecting a brand from the comfort of your home and to the convenience of your schedule. As you can tell, I've got a baby in my lap as I'm recording this, so I am like the perfect spokesperson for the Branding Business School because I know what life is like if you have little ones at home or you are working full-time and trying to build your company. There's a lot on your plate, and we are trying to bring you a concise course that's going to teach you everything you need to know about brand positioning, naming your business, marketing your business, selling your offer to the masses, and building a go-to brand. So if you want to learn more about the Branding Business School, head to thebrandingbusinessschool.com or just click the link in the show notes. Enrollment opens October 16th. Lastly, one of the reasons why your website might not be showing up in searches is just because it's outdated. Google does prioritize relevant and updated content. So if you're frequently getting into your website, you're updating the content, you're adding new blogs, you're adding videos, you're adding show notes for a podcast, um, you're updating the verbiage on your site, Google likes to see that. So making sure that you are not letting your website go stale, um, that is gonna help you show up in more searches. So those are the first two reasons why your website might not be performing. The third reason is 
one that I'm probably the most passionate about. And that is because your design is turning people away. So there's a lot of people out there with DIY websites that think they don't need professional websites because all of their leads are coming through word of mouth. But I promise you, if your website screams DIY, that is turning people away. It might not turn everyone away. And some people do value word of mouth referral more than they value somebody's online presence. However, I think uh, as we start to market to the millennial and the Gen Z um, and even younger generations, this is going to be almost a non-negotiable. Your online presence must showcase uh, the quality of your work and what you have to offer. Um, because I think this, you know, other generation, the older generation of consumers who maybe didn't necessarily uh, grow up researching businesses online, they just trusted a word of mouth referral. Um, they're not going to make up as much of the consumer marketplace anymore. So if you are marketing your business to a younger demographic, you know, 40 to five or so and younger, um, online presence and the way that you show up online is more important than ever and like I said I think it's going to become a non-negotiable so making sure that your design reflects the quality of what it is that you have to offer because if a website screams DIY I think this tells people a couple of things one it usually tells people that you're inexperienced or that maybe this is a side hustle or this isn't something that's totally important to you Um, I know I sometimes am really surprised when I listen to a podcast and I hear somebody speak and I'm like wow they're so professional like I can't wait to work with this woman and then I go to their website and it's so haphazardly thrown together and I'm like wow they they so clearly didn't hire somebody to do this they so clearly just threw this together even though they didn't know what they were doing and it turns me off and I will a lot of times go somewhere else because I want to work with somebody who I know is actively investing in their business because they understand the importance of that. Let me give you an example of what else poor design can do for uh, you when it comes to your website not performing. So if somebody lands on your site and you are a creative, let's say you're a florist, okay, you might be the best florist in your town. You might be, heck, the best florist in the country, okay, featured in Martha, all those things. But if your website is not designed creatively, it's not Uh, appeasing to the eyes, it's not aesthetic and beautiful, that is actually going to project onto your ability to design flower arrangements. And I know that's crazy, right? Because you're a floral designer, you're not a web designer. But if you are in the creative space, people are making a judgment on your ability to be creative based on your website and the design of your website. We have watched this with so many of our clients who are in the creative industry and they're so, so good in their field and they're exceptionally talented in whatever it is, whether they're a videographer or they're a photographer or they're, uh, like I said, a florist. We work with a lot of florists, but their website lacks that creativity. It lacks that beauty and design that their arrangements otherwise have or that their videos or their photos have and people aren't booking them because of it. So understand that good design will do so much in elevating what you have to offer and making sure that people understand the quality of what they're going to get with you as a creative. And that's it. That is all I have for you guys. I'm actually, I've got my little eight-month-old in my lap right now. (laughs) She woke up early, so I just hit pause, grabbed her, and she's helping me finish up uh, the recording for this episode. But I wanted to keep this one short and sweet. We're going to have a mixture all throughout season six of the podcast of short-form practical tips that you can just listen to and then go and start implementing to see results in your business, and then the long, more conversational interviews um, and exciting topics. So thanks for hitting play today, guys. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon and the rest of your week, and I'll See you next week.
Thanks for tuning in to the Branding Business School podcast. If you're looking to take your business to the next level, subscribe to the podcast and we'll continue to cheer you on week after week by giving you practical advice on how to build your brand. For show notes or to learn more about what we covered in today's episode, head to thebrandingbusinessschool.com slash podcast. And remember, you don't need an MBA to be the CEO.